Welcome to the Tool Belt Podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Anna Townsend, Managing Editor at Plant Services Magazine and your host for today's podcast. Today I'm talking with Matt Smith. He's Vice President of Sales and Customer Experience at FS Curtis Air Compressors. He's also very involved with the Compressed Air and Gas Institute, where he serves on the board of directors. He'll talk about some of the work he does there, uh, as KJ has worked quite a bit to help steer regulations for the air compressor industry and best practices for energy efficiency in general. He'll give us a good history of what regulations are out there, what's in development, and what the industry can expect for the future. Hi, Matt. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Anna. It's great to be with you. So... Today, we're talking about energy efficiency for air compressors and regulations sort of surrounding their use in industry. I know there's a lot to talk about. Uh, To start off, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the history of regulation for air compressors and sort of what's been done thus far for industry regulations? Well, here in America, at least up until recently, uh, the history of air compressor regulation has has been mostly about self-regulation. It's different in in Europe and in some Asian countries where regulation has played a much bigger role, uh, where there are bigger rebates available for energy efficient compressors. Uh, But here uh, in America, really, I kind of go back to the compressed air challenge, which grew out of uh, Department of Energy uh, efforts to help end users get more objective information on how to save air or save energy in their air compressor systems. Um, because at the time, compressor manufacturers were frequently publishing inflated claims. Uh, so the DOE came up with this effort to to get better information out there so that compressed air end users could uh, really find good ways to, to cut costs in their air compressor systems. That effort uh, kind of dovetailed with uh, the Industry Association, uh, Compressor and Gas Institute, uh, implementing uh, what we call the performance verification uh, program, uh, which was a way for manufacturers to to prove to end users that their air compressors performed to the levels uh, that they were that they were claiming. Um, and essentially, what the performance verification program is, uh, it's a, a, a voluntary um, part of Compressed Air and Gas Institute uh, participation, uh, where if you want to be a part of the performance verification program, you have to agree to have three machines tested a year, three randomly selected machines tested a year. Uh, And then if your performance doesn't match your published marketing data, uh, then you can get dinged. And if you get dinged, if you fail a test um, three times, then you can get kicked out of the program. So it's kind of a, again, self-regulation. So we as manufacturers decided that we really wanted to step up and and show that we were energy efficient. Um, And the Compressed Air and Gas Institute performance verification program was a way um, to do that. And it's worked well for a long time. Uh, And then under the Obama administration, the Department of Energy decided that they wanted to move into regulation of air compressors uh, and they used a lot of the KGI data that we had compiled over the years with the KGI performance verification sheets um, as kind of the basis for establishing uh, the levels of uh, energy that could be saved 
by making air compressors more efficient. Um, so that in a nutshell, kind of a nutshell, is uh, the history of uh, regulation for air compressors up to now. Interesting. I mean, air compressors are such an integral part of so many manufacturing facilities. I imagine there's just an immense amount of data out there to sort of be collected and analyzed. So that's important, important work to do for sure. So with everything that has been done so far, where do regulations sort of stand now for industry? Well, I mentioned earlier that um, the Department of Energy tried to move into regulation under the Obama administration. Uh, what happened when the Trump administration came in was they basically put a halt to all of those efforts um, to publish and enforce the compressor efficiency levels. Um, but uh, in the gap that was created there by the Department of uh, Energy, uh, some states, uh, four states in particular, Vermont, California, Washington, and Colorado, went ahead and moved forward with their own regulation, which was modeled after the, the DOE proposal and the efficiency levels that DOE uh, recommended in their in their draft proposals. Um, and one of those states, those are all great states, but one's uh, uh, more impactful when it comes to compressors, and that's California, uh, because it, it roughly tied with, with Texas for the biggest uh, compressor market. Um, and those regulations went into effect in January, um, and you've got a lot of compressor manufacturers that uh, are struggling to, to try to figure out the regulation and get registered and make sure that they're complying with the California uh, efficiency standards that are in place right now. So that's kind of where it stands. Um, interestingly, uh, after a couple lawsuits, the uh, Trump administration was forced uh, to publish the efficiency standards that they had in their proposal and that had gone through the, the whole process. Uh, they, they were forced to to put those into the uh, federal register January 10th, 2020. Um, and given that there's a five-year waiting period, then uh, those, those regulations will go into effect nationwide uh, January 10th, 2025. And presumably, um, they will, at that point, they will supplant any state regulations that may be causing confusion right now. Okay, interesting. So what would you say all this really means for industry? Is this a, a good thing? Um, I'd say yes, yes and no. I, I mentioned um, in the answer to the last question that some manufacturers are struggling with the California regulations. Um, so you've got a little bit of confusion in the marketplace, um, but I think that's gonna work out. And I think by the time the federal uh, regulations go into effect. Hopefully, we'll have a template for uh, how to roll this out and how to uh, to comply. Um, so, yes, it's good that we've got more efficient, um, that we will have more efficient compressors. Um, but the confusion is, is a little problematic now. I guess you could probably say that about any regulation that you have to let it work its way through um, that initial period before. Uh, the marketplace understands and, and reacts accordingly. Um, the other thing is, it's good to have more efficient compressors, but the compressor is only one part uh, of the, the air compressor system. It's a really important part of the air compressor system, but if you don't understand how to apply compressors, um, you can get a really efficient compressor or 
a compressor that runs really efficiently at full load. Um, but given the varying demand of a, uh, an end user's plant, uh, may be very inefficient run at part load. So it's, it's, it's good to have the regulations kind of push us forward, even though we were kind of headed in that direction already. Um, but it's really important not to, to give up on educating uh, end customers on kind of the whole system. Yeah, that's a really good point about sort of considering considering the whole system and not not just the individual parts. It sounds like there's some confusion to sort of work through and some additional work to be done yet. Um, but where do you where do you think industry goes from here? Well, I think we're going to have to get more energy efficient. Um, like I said, we were already headed in that direction. I think uh, those of us who belong to the KGI Performance Verification Program in particular. We're really uh, headed in that direction. A lot of uh, European uh, and Asian manufacturers who were subject to regulations in other parts of the world were already uh, putting in the R&D to try to get more and more energy efficient. Um, this just speeds things up a little. Um, and, and hopefully by the time we get to 2025, um, we will, like I said earlier, we'll have a, a kind of a, a clear model for how to uh, how to comply and we'll probably already be compliant uh, by that time because of the, the things that some of the states are already doing. Good. So there's some time for adjustment as industry can sort of prepare for these changes. Uh, to sort of wrap up for our listeners, what do you think is kind of the most important for compressor users to understand? Well, I think the thing that is most important to understand is that the compressor is only one part of the puzzle. Um, and even when you think about just the compressor, uh, specifying and understanding which compressor is right to put into an application is really the most important thing. Um, and it's impossible to go to something like the California um, Modern Appliance Efficiency Database where you have to register your compressors and just look at which one has the best performance and say that's the one I want because you'll get into all kinds of problems if you, you take that approach. Um, it's much more about looking at the overall system, understanding the air demand at any particular facility uh, and applying the right compressor to that, to that demand profile, the right compressor or compressors. And probably in most cases, it's going to be much better to have uh, at least two compressors in, in most plants. So that's the most important thing is that you've got a system and a system that really requires expertise. So in addition to um, understanding your system, you're probably only going to be able to understand it to a certain point. You really need to bring in experts, uh, local service providers who uh, are trained, uh, potentially KGI certified. KGI has recently uh, launched a couple programs uh, around certification of, of consultants for air compressor systems. And so at the end of the day, it's going to be best for you as an end customer if you hire an expert like that who understands the whole system and can put the right combination of compressors and air cleanup equipment together to not only save you money uh, with the upfront purchase, but to save you money over the life cycle of that compressed air system 
both in terms of energy, uh, in terms of maintenance, and in terms uh, of the reliability of the system. Well, Matt, thank you so much for your time and your expertise. That was great. It was sort of a wonderful history of of our compressed air regulations and kind of where we've been and where we're going. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much, Anna. I really appreciate it.